And it's not just about ticking boxes, making sales, making transaction, um, but it's also supporting the person. We're actually very big on the person. We believe in building capacity in the entrepreneur um, so that if this idea doesn't work, let's not get attached to it. Let's move on to something else because you now have the experience of um, trying out an idea. It has worked or it hasn't worked. Let's move on. But you definitely have the skills and the capabilities to continue with that. Welcome to the Mass Startup Podcast. My name is Michelle Noda. This is a podcast for Africa's opportunity seekers, problem solvers, future shapers, world builders, and entrepreneurs. This podcast is meant to be a platform to encourage, empower, and educate young people in Africa on entrepreneurship, startups, and business. So welcome to the Mass Startup Podcast. Um, so today we really want to start a series um, around the entrepreneurship development ecosystem in South Africa for entrepreneurs um, and for uh, the startups in the actual ecosystem, right? And we really want to talk to people who are not only just involved in the ecosystem, but are part of shaping what that ecosystem looks like and what that support actually looks like for entrepreneurs as well. So we're starting off the series uh, today by chatting to uh, someone I think has had a remarkable impact um, on the startup ecosystem in South Africa and just the work that's been done um, in the ecosystem for entrepreneurs. Uh, and that is Sheila. So Sheila, um, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. So um, we're going to be honest. We just recorded a bunch of this um, before. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. the recording went sort of left and we've sort of had to start over again, which we're okay with. Um, we love to speak about entrepreneurship, so it's okay to start over. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, cool. yes, we love talking so, about this. Let's do so, it. <laughs> okay. So just to start off with, um, you know, how would you sort of... Uh, explain to someone what you actually do as part of the South African um, startup ecosystem? That's very interesting, actually, because uh, I've been doing quite a lot, but I think I've, uh, to be honest, I've been struggling to say this is this is what I do. And that's because I do so many things. But then to summarize what I do, I just um, enable um, entrepreneurs to to be able to test out their ideas, I mean, with the hope that they become real businesses, um, that in turn has um, impact on 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 us as as people and and um, the economy. So just empowering people and just connecting dots between entrepreneurs, uh, what is happening in in the ecosystem, um, but also enabling them and empowering them by you know, opening up networks, uh, making introductions, and then through the work that I do with with the solution space. Yeah. Um, so can you go into what the solution space is um, and how it works? Um, so the solution space is an ecosystem for early stage startups. We are, are part of the UCT Graduate School of Business. So part of um, UCT, 
We were established in 2014 and currently we have two hubs um, which people can visit post-COVID. Um, we have one hub right in the business school and then we have another hub in Philippi. For those that don't know Philippi, Philippi is um, a community in, in, in Cape Town. It's one of the underserved communities in Cape Town. Um, so in 2014, the university decided to, no, not in 2014, a year after that, decided to, to launch another hub in Philippi to try and um, scale what we already had in, in the waterfront, but also very deliberate about um, creating impact by taking the resources that we have in the, in the waterfront ecosystem and take it to township entrepreneurs. So taking what we have and, and bringing it closer to people that don't necessarily have access to, to the waterfront. Yeah, and what was the importance of you know, extending the access to the resources and also the ecosystem of support that you actually have for entrepreneurs, taking it from the waterfront and going into Philippi Village, what was the significance of that? And have you seen the impact um, come back as well? I, I have, and um, I mean, I'm, I'm very biased towards townships because I, I grew up in, in a township, so I know what it means not to have access to what other people might have and and I know now how privileged I am to be able to access um, a lot of things that I didn't access as, as a young person growing up in Cape Town. So I think this is what needs to be done. We need to to bridge the gap in so many things in, in South Africa that I will not go into now. Um, but I think when it comes to entrepreneurship, we can all have great ideas. It doesn't matter where you are, but the playing field is not leveled because for you to execute mm. an idea, you need so many resources. You need the capacity, which is skills and your capabilities. You need time. You need capital. You need network. You need so many things. And if you are a kid growing up in the more affluent areas of Cape Town, you have access to networking events, you have access to probably generations in your family that have started businesses. But for me as a young person in Cape Town, I didn't have that. So I think having mm -hmm. the hub in Philippi caters to that to make sure that, you know, your, your ideas don't just die because you don't have... Um, and enabling or the resources. Yes, and 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 um, just the environment where you can work, you can have access to internet. Some of us take that as as a given, but it's not. Um, having a conducive mm. space to work from, having a program where you can get supported to to explore your idea. Um, so that's what the Philippi Hub does, but it, it's also. You know, if you talk about um, building high-impact startups, I believe those are startups that are, are changing things for the majority, um, providing access to a lot of things, providing access to products that improve the livelihoods of um, the majority of South Africans, which we know that the majority mm. are poor. They can't access a lot of things. So... 
I also can't, I don't believe in people that build solutions based on what you've seen on your desktop sitting in the waterfront. You need to be close to... <laughs> you, need you need to be close need, to the problem, right? You need right? to be and close to the, the, the people. Yes, you need to mm, be close mm. to... But you also need to be close to your customers. That's how you need to think about it. Mm. You cannot build a product or a solution without knowing who your customer is, without knowing their pain points. Um, so the the township market is a huge market and in fact a lot of the corporates that are making money they make it through microtransactions that take place in the township but also our hub yeah. is about creating those solutions with the community in philippi because they know best what they need i can come up with a lot of things but if it's not my lived experience i don't think i can create a high impact solutions um just yeah. sitting here so it's that, but also it's also bringing the university closer to to people in the township. Um, yeah. So it's a lot of things. It's 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 a whole. Um, maybe I use the word ecosystem a lot, but it's a whole space where you get <laughs> <laughs> where you get a lot of things and a lot of players in in one. Yeah. Um. So, you know. I, just quickly, if we can just go into just, do you believe that you know South African universities understand their role in not only fostering and enabling but empowering innovation in um, the people that are part of either their their own spaces, right? So within the universities, but people around it as well. I think of um, something like you know Stanford or Harvard, where their impact on the sort of startup ecosystem and where the founders started is usually in those universities, in these labs and in these organizations that were built to foster and enable um, an entrepreneurial environment in those spaces. Do you think South Africa's universities are conscious of that? And how much support do you think, um, you know, really needs to go into that as well? I I think they do, but I think... Um, in terms of if we, we're talking about specifically entrepreneurship and innovation and enabling that as a university and acknowledging that as a university, you, you exist to create impact through education, through, and I also believe that uh, if, if universities get it, they are actually best placed to create sustainable organizations that can have a direct impact to to the economy and um to uh, you know the population i think from from what i've seen in the years that i've been in the higher education space i think they get it but it's a, it's sort of a new newish field um entrepreneurship and innovation mm -hmm. there's a lot of academic work done on it but not on the practical ways of okay if we have um entrepreneurship as a core pillar in our university, and we have, by by nature, universities are supposed to to produce innovations. So you will have a lot of you know scientific work done that you know come up with cutting edge technologies and all of that. But to commercialize that and to make it become a real um, business is is another layer that I think we. We are surely we are getting there, 
but we are not yet there in, in terms of knowing the impact that a university can have in that space because the, the cutting-edge technologies are there, but whether they become real solutions and in, in real businesses is just another aspect that I believe needs a lot of work. It needs a lot of work. Internationally, I've seen a lot of universities that now get it, so they have these centers of entrepreneurship and innovation, and they focus on the practical mm. side. They work with the communities to create those businesses and to support entrepreneurs. In South Africa, we are getting there, um, but it's encouraging to also know that, you know, I know from um, universities in South Africa, USAF, they also have um, a strategic mandate to make sure that all universities support entrepreneurs and they support um, student entrepreneurs. Um, at UCT, it's there. You also have EDHE, um, which is um, higher education, and, and it focuses on entrepreneurship, so student entrepreneurs. So we are definitely getting it, but there is so much that still needs to be done. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and I think that's why, as a solution space, we, we really want to scale. I think the past six years we've, we've been learning um, because to, to, to exist as, as this type of, of space that we are in a university, it, it wasn't like a normal thing that everyone has. So we spend a lot of time um, learning on, on what that is and how best we can continue supporting entrepreneurs in, in, in that space. So we are getting there. We are getting there. Yeah. Um, so back to the solution space, you described the work that you guys do as an ecosystem, right? So it's an ecosystem of support, an ecosystem of resources, an ecosystem of networks. Can you go into um, some of those um, different parts? So you sort of went into the spaces, which is the Felipe Hub as well as the Watershed Hub, but um, what other things are available for entrepreneurs to engage with the solution space and actually get involved with the work that you guys are doing? Yeah, so we, we call ourselves an ecosystem. We are definitely not just an incubator or accelerator, but I mean, from the outside, I think when you look at us, you would, you would think that. But we are an ecosystem because we do so many things in, in, in the space. And it includes the co-working space actually is just a small, tiny bit of, of what we do. But I think just our mission is really believing that, you know, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship, we need to invest in entrepreneurs. And we need to invest in, in entrepreneurs because if we can have successful entrepreneurs, it, it, there's a direct link to empowerment. There's a direct link to a growing economy, um, innovations that become um, real businesses, and we believe that in, in order for an idea to become exactly that, it needs an enabling ecosystem with different key elements or parts to it. You need um, capacity, you need skills and capabilities, so you need to train entrepreneurs in areas that they need to, to know to run a business. So we do that through, I mean, the, the flagship program is the E-Track program, where you have a five-week course where you can take the course, even if you have an idea or you don't have an idea, 
but you'll definitely know how to launch and scale um, any idea. Um, I'm one of those people that have a diary next to my bed. I have so many ideas. And of course, I think they are great ideas, but they are not. (laughs) (laughs) They are not until I've verified them. Um, And by that, making sure that there's a market fit, the market is ready for this, or it's not, or it will be in in a few years' time. Um, But doing that quicker, and we always say to people, we want you to scale, we want you to launch and scale, but we also want you to fail quicker because you will fail if it's not going to work. But Mm -hmm. let's save time and and move on if it's just not going to work. Um, and then mm. we also do uh, academic work in entrepreneurship and innovation. We are part of the university. Um, our director is a, a, a professor of entrepreneurship, so we have courses in that. One of them is part of the MBA at the Graduate School of Business, UCT. Um, I mentioned co-working space, and then we also offer advisory services where we partner with um, organizations that can offer services to entrepreneurs. And if you are not part of our ecosystem, you would, you would need to pay for that. Um, for IP lawyers, we have legal advisory. We have, you know, finance people that can help you with your, with your business, your business model, your sales, a lot of things. Mm. Um, we also have VC partners that um, mostly focus on investor readiness. Um, and then if you do get to a, to a point where you are wanting to raise um, capital, then that resource is there. And then there's also just the network. UCT is a very rich network in skills, in money, in, in, in a lot of things. You have a lot of alumni that have built great businesses that come out of the university. Mm. So there's a huge network that you tap into by becoming part of, of the, the solution space. Um, and I think just lastly, um, the research uh, capability that we have as a university. So if you are looking to research um, something, maybe your idea needs to be validated through conducting that, we can also um, leverage what we have is, is, is that. Yeah, um, that sounds like so much, right? So that's a real ecosystem where <laughs> you have so much <laughs> that an entrepreneur can learn from. Um, you know, I'm listening to all of this and I wonder just how um, COVID has impacted the work that Solution Space is doing and also how does, what does the future look like um, with the state of the world as it exists now? Um, and what we're pro- probably going to see for the near future as well? Um, I think just for me, of course, I'm irritated with COVID. I'm like, yo, this needs to stop. But so there's a lot of, I think, anxiety and uncertainty. Um, I mean, business, big businesses are already struggling. And so you can think of the impact that has had on, on, on entrepreneurs it, it has had an impact in how we run our programs and how we support entrepreneurs. There's, there's, so, much, there's so much that we want to do, but you can only do so much online. Um, so we've continued with um, our programs virtually. 
we are running the the e-track program currently all online um a lot of events online um i think it it's it it has also given us an opportunity of reimagining what support looks like and exactly what entrepreneurs need and for us that has taken listening to entrepreneurs on the other side of a laptop and say saying how can i help you how are you doing and it's not just about ticking boxes making sales making transaction um but it's also supporting the person we are actually very big on the person we believe in building capacity in the entrepreneur um so that if this idea doesn't work let's not get attached to it let's move on to something else because you now have the experience of um trying out an idea it has worked or it hasn't worked let's move on but you definitely have the skills and the capabilities to continue with that um i think post covid uh, i am so excited about what is going to come out of because i think covid has also forced us to to create um what do they call it uh, ideas that are visionary like ideas that um mm. long standing companies so that you know you can't really plan for a pandemic you can't plan for a lot of things but if there's anything that i personally will take out is that we need companies that have sort of a trained muscle in how do you create a long standing and a visionary uh company so if mm. in in if i have an idea now will it still be there in in 3 years and um touch would we won't have another pandemic but when you think early stage i think a lot of um founders we think of the now we don't even think of how is technology going to be like in 3 years and what will that mean for for my startup um we're talking about 5g now what will happen in in the next 3 years and what does that mean for for your startup and and your your idea so we need to have you know adaptable long term strategies but also scalable leadership so to think to to think big and beyond now um to be insights driven to imagine what you need you need to be immersed in the now in the problem this is how we're solving it now but will it be the same in 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 3 years so i think um that and then just the ability to articulate your your value framework based on your impact and the problem that you are trying to solve because if you do that then it's bigger than just the financial achievement for you as an entrepreneur and if you are solving something and you are creating real, real impact um i think that that just propels your startup because you are not you're not convincing someone that there's a problem they know that they, there's a problem you are just telling them that i can solve it for you and that way you already mm. have a customer you already have and 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 end user so post covid yeah. i'm i'm hoping that even now there's a lot of companies creating solutions to deal with what we are going now going through now um procurement food security and all of that but let's try and think yes let's 
solve what we are all going through now, but think think big and think beyond um, the the pandemic. Yeah. Um, so just before we close, how can people access the resources and the ecosystem of support that is available to them as founders, as startups um, from Solution Space? You can access it through our programs. We are actually opening applications in a week to the five-week uh, venture launch course. And then after that, we'll invite um, startups to join the venture exploitation program. Once again, exploitation doesn't mean bad, bad, bad. You are exploiting people. You are exploiting ideas. It means <laughs> that you you verified your idea. You have a business. Now let's get impact out of the idea. Let's make money. Let's solve problems. It's just that. It's an academic mm. term, by the way. Um, mm. And then that's a 12-week part. Um, and then... The last part of the program is that there's an opportunity to, to scale via, via our partners. So um, on Twitter, we are UCTGSP Solutions. Mm-hmm. On LinkedIn, UCTGSP Solution Space. It's long. Mm-hmm. Or if you just go to the UCT website, you'll, you'll definitely find us there. Um, I'm also very responsive on, on Twitter. Um, of course, not at midnight and all of that, but... You can reach out to me, <laughs> can connect. Because everyone knows founders don't sleep, right? <laughs> they don't. And they send you emails at night like, Aibo, what were you doing at that time? But, you know, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm also happy to, to engage online for now. Cool. Thank you so much, Sheila. Um, I hope you guys have learned a lot um, from Sheila um, and the work the, the, that Solution Space is doing. Um, I think we're going to link all the sort of resources and the sort of uh, links that you might need in the description of the actual podcast so you can access the resources that exist and start to really act on the ideas that you have and really get access to the ecosystem of support that the UCT um, Solution Space actually offers. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, See you next time. Cool. (laughs) 